Hello, hello, it's your boy Hans, joined as always by my friend of 25 years, actor extraordinaire, the GCJ himself, the SSAM champion of the world, Mr. JP Wool. How you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. It's raining here in Los Angeles the three times a year that it does, so it's I'm feeling nice and cozy, perfect day to discuss a fantastic action movie. Oh, and that movie you speak of is the Jackie Chan classic, Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, get... But first, what have you been watching, reading, getting into this week? Um, this week I've kind of mostly just been, uh, I've been doing a lot of reading, um, just like watching stuff here and there. Like Haley and I watched death becomes her last night. Uh, Uh I remember that (laughs) dude, that movie is wild. Um, Robert, Robert Zemeckis directed it. Same guy, you know, directed, you know, back to the future and many, many a great flick. Um, but it's way darker than I remembered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a very dark comedy, um, but it's so so fun. Um, but reading, I've mostly been reading. Um, I I got this book from Prairie Lights Bookstore in Iowa City, Iowa, a few years back. Yeah, because I wanted out. to support I wanted to support the local business. Um, it's a book <laughs> called Tinseltown. I can't remember the author off the top of my head, but it's about like basically the first major scandal in Hollywood um, about a, a the biggest famous most famous director at the time, William Desmond Taylor. He was found with a bullet in his back, and no one ever found out who did it. So it's like a murder mystery at the birth of Hollywood and just hearing about oh, Los nice. Angeles at that time. And it's, uh, it's really great. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, what else? That's kind of, that's kind of it really. Not a whole, I was, I was without internet for a couple days, um, as you know, oh, and yeah. so I was really frustrated with that. So it was a lot of random YouTube videos and then, um, reading, but, uh, what about you? What have you been watching? What have you been getting into? Yeah, you're an absolute soldier getting through no internet. I don't oh, know what I'd do. God. Mine went down a problem. couple times this week, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do with anything. Dude. I don't realize... have cable. All I got is internet, yeah. man. You realize how tied we are to internet. Especially, you know, if you don't have cable, you yeah. know, all that shit. I couldn't no. even watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I couldn't have made it through. I'm glad they they sorted that out for you. What have I been into? I got, I finally watched the 2003 Clone Wars, not to be confused with the Clone Wars, which ran for like seven seasons. It's the Tartakovsky right. version. Yes, yes. Famous animator. Mm-hmm. Wild. <laughs> Dude, I gotta check that out. It's so much fun. It's just like frenetic energy throughout. It's just it, which the first there's two volumes. You can watch them all. I watch them on YouTube for free. I tried to find a way to actually pay for them, but yeah, I, I couldn't. So they just streamed it on YouTube. They're they're out there. And nice. and it's just nonstop action. It's all over the top. It's it's so much fun. Nice. So I highly recommend that if you're if you're into Star Wars, it's non-canon uh, with mm-hmm. the Disney canon and everything, but it's it's still fun. 
Uh, what else? I watched a number of movies and wrote a bunch of reviews, which you yes. can find on our website, actionmoviebookclub.com, under the blog post, which great. we will be doing. A... Yeah, great reviews, by the way. It's it's just they're, they're short, they're concise, they're well-written. And I know I'm biased, but check them out. Check them out. They're a lot of fun and just, you know. I, I like your I like your writing style is what I'm saying. I appreciate that. I just go stream of conscious the second the credits roll. Mm. I don't proofread it. I don't look at it again. Just there whatever I'm feeling in that moment is just vomited onto the onto the screen. So. You and Kerouac, man. You and Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one of the ones I watched was Outside the Wire with uh, Anthony Mackie on oh, Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta get, I gotta watch that. A you lot of it? fun. Yeah, it's a good action movie too. And we we won't only be posting action movie thoughts and movie tidbits on the website, but this one absolutely fit the bill. It's I won't give anything away, and I don't in the reviews either. You can you can read them, and I won't spoil anything. I try to make sure I don't. But mm. it's, it's a lot of fun. It's in, like, the future, like, the not-so-distant future of 2036, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, Mackie's, Mackie's, like, a synthetic human being, but he looks like a regular person, but he's definitely a robot. <laughs> oh, okay. And I got a lot of, like... And then, like, the U.S. is involved in some European civil war and, like, the Eastern Europe block. And and you get, uh, you have, like, robot soldiers that look a lot like your Boston Dynamic type sure. videos you see on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, they did a really good job with that. The action's really, plot's a little convoluted and silly. Like, it's very much a Netflix movie, and I don't mean that as a pejorative, but mm-hmm. I think you know what I mean. When I say yeah, that. of course, of course. I, it it somehow felt rushed, even though it was a two-hour movie. Like they were, they tried to. I, I liked what they were they were trying to get into some heavier issues that yeah. just it's tough to do. Um, yeah, I respect the effort. But it didn't quite land. But it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. I really enjoyed it. It's fun if you just watch it for an action movie. Plus, you get to see Anthony Mackie just kick all sorts of ass, oh, which I man. love. Yeah, he he kicks some serious ass. That's for sure. My mm. Captain America whooping people up. Hell yes. So what else? I mean, I did a number of reviews. Uh, I went back and watched Kong Skull Island. I hadn't seen that before because oh, the man. the Godzilla vs Kong trailer came out, which looks awesome. There's it looks on an carrier. Yeah, it looks ridiculous, but like fun and just. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm there for it. I don't know how I missed that movie. I knew of it, but that movie has some stars in it, like Tom yeah. Hiddleston, John. Riley, Brie Larson, Sam yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Huge cast. Huge yeah. cast. Fun movie. Well worth it. Mm-hmm. That's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So you can stream it. Uh, watched a number of other movies we don't need to get into. They're up there on the site. Uh, I also checked out on Max again, Son of Batman from... 2014, that oh, DC yeah. movie, mm-hmm. Damian yep. Wayne. Yeah, yep, yep. Some Damian Wayne. 
he's the way that they kind of flesh out his character in these animated movies is just dude it's just so good just the animated movies are so fantastic even when they're not you know as great as you know say like a year one or under the red hood um they're still usually exponentially better than the live action dc movies yeah I hate to say, but I mean, I know we've talked about that. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) DC does animation right. And I think, I think Damien's my favorite Robin. I mean, there's like four or Mm -hmm. five of them. Yeah. I I mean, we love our, I love our, uh, who is it? Like, uh, uh, Tim Drake and your, who are all the Robins? Uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. But Jason Todd's Red Hood. He's mm-hmm. his own hero in his own right. Same with uh, we got uh, Nightwing, who's also his own race. And yeah, exactly. Uh huh. I like the the uh, Damien dynamic because mm-hmm. it's his son he didn't know existed and like was uh, conceived under precarious circumstances he's basically <laughs> roofied <laughs> yeah exactly and, up. and then damien is basically just this you know punish like 10 year old punisher you know yeah, he's like, let's just a, kill him let's kill him they're bad psycho killer yeah. raised from birth to be a weapon he's, yeah exactly he reminds me of like x23 in the marvel movies which is like basically yeah. uh logan's daughter he's just a clone of his dna but a female version who's just raised to be a weapon yep yep exactly so what else i also checked out i finally watched death in the family um oh, you don't need yeah. to. it's it's like a, a mashup of like a bunch of short stories because I, I wondered about that because under the red hood kind of tells that story so it's like yeah, what are we what are we yeah. doing here yeah. It's just like Batman narrating that story of footage you've already seen for that chunk of it. And then there's a couple others that are semi-interesting, but it's all a rehash. Like, if you're up on your DC animated movies, there's there's no reason to watch it because you already know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Under the Red Hood was so good. So, so good. that's, yeah, why why try to, you know, beat that? Why try to, you know... Yeah, What's I've heard. I I started reading about it a little bit, and apparently, if you get like the Blu-ray, there's an interactive component, uh, which oh, I, yeah. I I think was was kind of like uh, that Netflix Black Mirror bit, you know, where you could like yeah. kinda, like choose your own adventure kind of thing. Well, you know the story of like Vader the original or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't get that on the streaming. It's just... Gotcha. Just I read up about it, I'm like... Because I was like, why does this exist? (laughs) Yeah. They don't see a reason for this happening. And that was Mm -hmm. everything I read was don't watch the streaming version. If you're going to get any enjoyment out of this, it's going to be like the A or the whatever DVD, whatever we're doing these days. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, originally, back in the day, the Death in the Family, when they decided to do that comic book run, they ended it. I mean, they, they uh, the week's episode or the week's issue um, 
ended where the Joker was seemingly going to kill Robin and they get, make, left it up to the fans and they said, call this 1-800 number if you want him to die. Call this 1-800 number if you want him to live. And all these fucking sadistic fuckers kill Robin. <laughs> what the hell, guys? That's because everyone hated Jason Todd because he was, I mean, talk about lazy. They, they made his backstory the exact same. Mm-hmm. It was like, Circus family who are murdered and now he's an orphan. It was yeah. Like, we're, we're not doing it like so. Everyone hated him. Like, yeah. so they're like, kill that dude, kill him, and then he comes back as one of the most badass characters in fucking. Love the Red Hood. Yeah, Love it. Red Hood's great. Fan of that. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, some other stuff. But we got a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, Thor: Love and Thunder started filming. Oh, I didn't see that. Fantastic. They're off and running. The Taika Waititi directing. Uh, James Gunn is coming back in an advisory role because the Guardians are showing up. I mean, if you saw the end of Endgame, the Asgardians of the Galaxy Mm. at it again. Yes. We'll get, we'll get a, I don't know how much of them we'll get, but Mm. should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, another bit was Ethan Hawke is going to be in the Disney Plus show Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac, he's apparently Whoa. the villain. Oh, oh, oh. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I love cool. Ethan Hawke. He's awesome. He's one of my all-time favorite actors. And it's so about good. time he gets on that Marvel train. Come on, dude. Yeah, it took, it took you long yeah. enough. I've been waiting for it, so hopefully yeah. they have a, a good bit for him. I don't know what villain he's playing. Yeah, Moon Knight's an interesting character. Uh, some Oscar Isaac, of course. Who doesn't? He's great, but uh, so dreamy. Yeah, so so excited for that. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. You got anything else? I'm good. I'm I'm ready to jump into this thing. You know, feet first across the building. Just like let's just dive right into this thing. <laughs> Hell yeah! Then let's get into our feature presentation. And now. Our feature presentation. Rumble in the Bronx from 1995 and 80% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes is 65% from the audience. Fuck you, audience. This movie rules. Yeah, this is I feel like this is one of the very few circumstances where the audience has been like a lot lower than the critics, which come on, guys, what the hell? Yeah, this movie is something. Directed yeah. by Stanley Tong, starring Jackie Chan as Kyung, Anita Mew as Elaine, Bill Tung as Uncle Bill, Francois Yip as Nicole, Mark Ackerstream as Tony, and Gavin Cross as Angelo. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. This movie starts off. Uncle Bill, he's picking up Kyung at the airport in New York City. Mm-hmm. Takes him to his apartment. Uncle Bill's doing all right. Uncle he's, Bill's got a 3,000-square-foot yeah. apartment. I know it's the Bronx, but it's still New York. What yeah. the hell? And it's like, did you, like, 
Um, Because I know you live in Manhattan. Granted, you know, spoiler, they didn't shoot this in Manhattan. They shot it in Vancouver. Shocker, yeah. (laughs) But um, when when they're driving through Manhattan and Jackie Chan Kyung is like, oh, my God, this place is amazing. Is this where your apartment is? And he goes, nope, I'm in the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) And that just made me, like, think of you since you live in Manhattan. And there's always something going on in New York. You'll get used to it. They really play that up. Mm -hmm. So he's got this palace of an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some Jackie shows off some some moves on like a a fighting dummy real quick, yeah. so we know he's a badass. Oh, that Wing Chun kind of God, I don't even know what you call that. Yeah, like wooden dummy like made of wood, and like yeah, you see you see a lot of people sparring with it, like practicing their craft. Mm-hmm. So then after that, we 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 meet his neighbor Danny, who's in a wheelchair. He's a little kid. Oh um, man, Danny. Little Danny just breaks my heart. Danny. Yeah. Danny. <laughs> so So they send Danny off to school. Uh Young just gives him uh game gear. <laughs> yeah, it's like a game gear with no cartridge in it. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> so you have fun at school. Yeah. Awesome Don't play gift. that in class. I had a game gear. That was, like, the first video game I had. I wasn't allowed to have video games when I was little, and I got Mm -hmm. a Game Gear, so I played the shit out of that. Oh, I loved my Game Gear. It was the first, like, color screen. Yeah, color portable. (laughs) So they send him off to school. Uncle Bill... So Kyung's there for Uncle Bill's wedding. That's his his reason for coming over. He's from China. I believe he's a police officer. They sort of say that at one point but yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if he just was saying that because he was in a sticky situation or what yeah i i, I com- actually i completely missed that part i didn't even remember when they uh alluded to that yeah because he says it later on but he's also like in the midst of getting his ass kicked so it might have just been him trying to get out of it i don't know yeah <laughs> Because he does stuff like that throughout, which is great. So Uncle Bill, the way he owns this palace in the Bronx is he owns a he owns a, a local market, which apparently is making bank. <laughs> Everyone yeah. loves him. Everyone loves him. Yeah, this He's giant like market. neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood hero. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this at the time, but like right when they meet all the employees, he just like mouth kisses this cashier <laughs> like right in front of everybody which turned out to be his fiance but <laughs> i yeah. thought he was just really friendly <laughs> <laughs> so, and then and then she kisses him kisses yeah young well because yeah. the because uh elaine was kissing him too and like not quite as passionately but there's a lot right. of kissing going on, so yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to make of it. Yeah. So after this French fest, we get some shoots. Some suit shows up with uh, Elaine, and they're looking. And and Uncle Bill, he's looking to sell the market for, for his betrothed. They wanna. They wanna. I don't know. They wanna go buy like a house on an island or something. I can't remember his reasoning. Yeah. But whatever they it retire. is. Exactly. So. They go into the back room, which, uh, like, the office, and there's a two-way mirror because apparently he's, like, 
a cop in an interrogation room watching his employees. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, a giant, giant mirror. So they're they're hammering out this deal all the while uh, Kyung is like flexing in the mirror and like picking his nose. Dork. <laughs> what we should and then it, this is a really interesting moment too because it shows that you know Jackie Chan is really funny. He yeah. he's got he's got these great comedy chops. I mean, he does. But also, you know, obviously being an incredible action star and being jacked and, you know, having this on-screen presence, but also not afraid to make fun of himself and just be so funny. So funny. Exactly. Yeah. He's just being silly and, like, yeah, not afraid to make, exactly like you said, not afraid to make fun of himself, be the joke, which is Mm -hmm. great. Like, we've talked about, like, the Fast and Furious people where it's, like, they take themselves way too seriously. They have to, like... They can't lose a fight. They have to like yeah. look like a badass at all time. And he's just up here like knuckle deep in his nose picking away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you needed more reasons to love Jackie Chan. And this is this is Jackie in his prime and it's fantastic. I think it was his first kind of movie in the American market, like specifically made for the American market, I believe. I Yeah. He had some others, but they were dubbed. But mm-hmm. I think this was this one was definitely not dubbed. And I mean, I think this. Yeah. Was, I think you're right. I think this was like his first foray into to Hollywood, if you will. Right. Uh huh. So Bill's wheeling a deal, and he's making this deal. Sells the market for three hundred seventy thousand dollars to Elaine <laughs> in nineteen ninety five. It seems like a lot. I don't know. A Maybe lot of not. loot. Yeah. And I was just going to say, sells the thing and then invites these strangers to his wedding, which is tomorrow. <laughs> you should come to my wedding. It's tomorrow. Wait, what? Quite the host. Yeah. That's why everyone loves him. That's why there's no graffiti on his store. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves me. Okay, cool. All right, Uncle Bill. So that we cut to that night. Kung's woken up by like this biker gang having a Fast and Furious type race outside his window. <laughs> and also, can we talk about Jackie's outfit here? He's wearing like a baby onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Not the only time he wears it. Either. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally right. like a baby onesie, like singlet. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. skin tight on pants that I don't know what's going on. Like mm. powder blue, like Chargers uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I guess, hey, if anybody can pull it off, it's Jackie. He does, too. Mm-hmm. He pulls it off. I couldn't do that. That man Hell wears no. the shit out of him. So, so he sees this race going on with these, these two ladies on like dirt bikes. They're on like moto bikes. Right. And <laughs> they go down the street and turn around. And then for some reason, this race uh, makes them drive over all the park, the park cars on the yeah. street. <laughs> yeah. <a> weird qualifier. <laughs> Seems very race. dangerous. Why don't you just stay yeah. on the concrete, guys? Yeah. And just. A dick move, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up people's cars while they sleep. 
<laughs> just not giving any fucks. And, right. Yeah. So Young Kyung sees this happening. He's like, and we we miss this, but there's a little scene at the market where his where Uncle Bill has a buddy named like Steven or something who never shows up again. He's got this like vintage car and it's parked on the street. So Kyung, being the good guy that he is, he's like, no, stop, stop. You're going to wreck my uncle's friend's car. And he just like scales his way out on the fire escape in his undies <laughs> to try and stop him. <laughs> Which he, he does. He saves yeah. Yeah. Steve's car. Good man. Uh, the people are pissed. But the cops show up, so they can't do anything about it. <laughs> and Jackie's standing in the middle of the street in his onesie at like four in the morning, yelling to his uncle. And then when he goes, Uncle, let me in. I'm freezing my butt off out here. <laughs> well, car alarms are blaring. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but you could hear the of oh, his uncle just sleeping through it all. <laughs> I couldn't hear that, but I love it. <laughs> Oh, amazing. He froze his ass off. Cut to the next day with the aforementioned uncle's wedding. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Elaine does show up. And he, Kyung talks to her. They have a chat. She seems to be kind of sweet on him. There's a little little bit of a a spark there. You can see it in her eyes. A little bit of... Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? He's a he's a he's a handsome man and just ripped to yeah. shit in this. Yeah, exactly. So we get that little bit of banter. Next day, Kyung's just doing aerobics in his powder blue onesie, doing handstand <laughs> push-ups and walking around the room and like weird. I feel like I felt like his outfit kind of negated the Im- extremely impressive physical acts that he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think that was on purpose. Yeah, it's like this juxtaposition of this physical specimen of a man uh-huh. wearing these ridiculous, this ridiculous, unflattering outfit. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I assume that's what they're going for. Uh, so he, the they knock on the door. He gets a knock on the door and just walks over on his hands, <laughs> and it's his uncle and his now wife. They're knocking on the door. By the way, they live there. Yeah, <laughs> come in. Anyways, they're just like, hey, we're out. We're going on our honeymoon. Peace. And we never see them again. <laughs> and and then did you did you like how one they're wearing matching shirts. And and two, Jackie was all like, you know, obviously he's like, hey, I need to put some pants on or whatever. And they immediately thought that he had a girl in his room and that he yeah. was fucking. And they're like, oh, good for yeah. you, Kyung. Yes, good for you. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Kyung be fucking. Kyung be fucking. Kyung right? be fucking. <laughs> put that on the shirt. Yeah, Kyung be fucking, okay? <laughs> You don't think I'm writing that down. You're out of your mind. <laughs> please, please do. Young be fucking. <laughs> so they take off. They're madly in love. We never mm-hmm. see them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kyung then goes 
to the market and he's just like, like was he part of the sale or something? Because he's so, just like, I'm working for you now, baby. Yeah. I, I think it's because she felt kind of overwhelmed because she had a lot to do. So he, I, I forget when, but I know that it was fairly early on, like after the sale was made, might have even been at the wedding. He said, I'm going to stay around for a little bit. I can help you if you need help. And she was like, actually, also, yes, I really need that help. Which, sure, but he just got there. It's not like he knows the ins and outs of the market business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like he was a stock boy in China, and he's like, lady, I got this covered. I got, I got 20 years under my belt of, of market-related services. Right. But whatever, he's there to help. He... he <laughs> He's helping out around, and they're in the office with the two-way mirror again, and they're watching this dude just shoplift. Who's that? Who I like, just wrote, knock off Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just in his Clash City Rockers attire, just all leather and, like, yeah. just looking all punk rock as, <laughs> as he can. Exactly. So he catches this guy shoplifting. Elaine's like, I got this shit. Confronts him. Goes poorly. <laughs> he goes like fucking berserk. Like just berserk. And he's apparently there with like a, his gang. So there's all these other dudes you didn't see that eventually come out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. uh, Jackie steps in. Or Kyung, sorry. And he just beats the shit. <laughs> out of like six guys for just, stealing a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> just beats the fucking hell out of these guys. And what I love is there's the one dude in their in their group that could speak Cantonese. Yeah. And and then he's like, you know, Jackie is using his fucking jacket and like I tying up the their arms thing. It was he has so him all tied up and he's just elbowing him behind him repeatedly. <laughs> and he's like, say you're sorry. And the guy's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he goes, in Chinese. And so the guy yeah. says, sorry in Chinese. It's just, yeah, like Jackie, Jack, I, Jackie has done that in like a few of his movies where he's got like the shirt where he doesn't have any other mm -hmm. weapon, but it's like shirt. But God, he's just, God. It's just so awesome. And I mean, we'll talk about this later in the movie too with the other fight scenes, but just yeah. like his elemental fighting, you know, like just yeah, his up use something. of the, his surround everyday surroundings as a exactly. weapon is exactly. incredible. Exactly. I also always watch all these movies with uh with subtitles on because I'll miss things because my hearing's not all that great. And it just said when he told them say sorry in Chinese, it just said mumbled Cantonese. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> that person, that uh, whatever you would call it, the person who yeah, does the, the closed caption dude is just like, yeah. I'm out. He was lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, man, <laughs> lazy. Google Translate didn't exist in 1995. He had no idea. <laughs> Mumbled Cantonese. <laughs> He kicks the shit out of everybody. They're all the employees are all in awe of him, as they should be, because he just right. wrecked a gang of yeah. misfits. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh then we get to Kyung, he's like helping 
laying clothes up and uh, like you know helping her uh, get everything together. He's got his groceries and everything. He's like, "This is my protection fee." <laughs> <laughs> so then I should have had a lot more groceries. <laughs> Which he's right. Yeah. So he may he they have this little banter back and forth. It's adorable. Then he makes his way home with his his brown bag full of groceries. Uh, on his way, he gets propositioned by a prostitute. Because <laughs> I feel like that's such a such a, a New York trope. It's just like we just have hookers everywhere. <laughs> hey, you looking Any for a date? Turn, it's like, hey, baby, you want to have a good time? That is not what happens here. <laughs> And he's just, you know, the ever noble man that he is. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so polite. So the polite. Of the night. Exactly. <laughs> and after after this proposition, he sees the woman being abducted by some 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 men. And just being he, carried he, off by like four men. All screaming. And he he, you know, he's he's a good guy. And so he he runs after, tries to save her. Scares him off. She immediately kicks him in the dick. <laughs> you know what I wrote? It's a trap. Yeah, I wrote that too. That's the next line. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> All these dudes just come out of nowhere, out of like these dilapidated buildings, and <laughs> just start just start surrounding him, and we get a big fight. The uh. <laughs> it's it's the gang from the shop, the ones yeah. that he made look a fool. And they eventually like there's a chase and they want revenge and they chase him to to an alley and you mm. know, he's cornered. He's got nowhere to go. Yeah. And with, with some great weird, like Yeah. They're doing this weird like William Tell empty liquor bottle ba- baseball bat type thing scene where they put bottles on top of one of the guy's head and then and hit bombs with it like at him and he's just getting showered with glass and project it's so strange yeah it's really like very brutal very brutal and like jackie's just you know or kyung sorry it's just laying in a in a puddle of his own blood like in this alley just you know that old song broken glass everywhere (laughs) <laughs> he's just covered in blood all, yeah, all right exactly quick. yep <laughs> and before they kill him uh the main guy the main shoplifter guy uh i get he just like punches a woman and then everyone apparently that was the line <laughs> yeah and everyone's like i'm out fuck this you ruined the party <laughs> yeah lisa <laughs> stacy <laughs> I'll just leave him there and he's like oh fuck <laughs> he wanders off and Jackie's just laying there her killing's just laying there all bloody and fucked up yeah. but that was, that was an interesting way to get out of it whatever the crowd disperses and we find out then we cut to we find out the woman who he thought was like being abductive that he thought he was saving is a character named Nancy and she's Danny's sister. And yeah. She takes mm-hmm. care of Danny and their neighbors. They live yep. right next door. To of course. <laughs> of course. Very convenient. 
So we have this weird conversation where Danny's like, yo, I need a new cushion for my chair. Like, my ass hurts, basically. Like, give me a new cushion. Which is like, sounds like nothing. It's like, why am I bringing this up? Because it's a major plot point in this movie. Exactly. (laughs) Becomes a major plot point. So Nancy, like, takes out the trash and runs into Kyung in the hallway, and he's looking like some Romero zombie. He's just fucked up. Just covered in blood, going, ugh, ugh. It's all, like, twitchy. (laughs) Yeah, very, very bizarre. Very. And they, so they help Kyung, and, uh, he he wait he, they bring him in and like he's on their couch like covered up and whatever and he, he wakes up and Danny's just sitting there creepily watching him and creepy is a theme with Danny apparently yeah cuz oh, makes a lot of comments about how hot his sister is i wrote that too and he's like how old is uh, kyung goes how old is your sister and he's like she's 21 and she's really pretty eyebrows yeah. eyebrows eyebrows yeah. and i just wrote relax danny relax Not the only time he brings up her looks i couldn't figure out does danny want to fuck his sister or is he trying to pimp her out like what What's his end game? No, maybe he just, you know, obviously he likes Kyung because who wouldn't like Jackie Chan and wouldn't want Jackie Chan to, you know, marry your sister, you know, be betrothed to your sister. But relax, Danny. Just relax. Yeah. Okay. Chill out a bit. Yeah. You fucking creep. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I, I guess he's just. Okay, he wakes up and he's mm-hmm. he's a little battered and beaten, but uh, he leaves and goes to. He's like, I gotta, I gotta go find a lane. Like he yeah. makes his way back to the market. On his way, this 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 punk rock biker gang shows up again. <laughs> uh, they they chase him all around the streets, end up in like a parking garage, and he fights him. Ends up, like, scaling the building all the way to the top. Yeah. free climbing the whole thing. Just and you have to remember that he, everything you see on film, he did. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. For never using a stunt double. Like, any ridiculous thing you see him do, he did. Yeah. (laughs) And he free climbed this parking garage in Vancouver. (laughs) Oh my God! Just yeah, just and that and at that time we'd never seen anything like this before. You know, it's now actors not not as crazy as Jackie, but you know, like Tom Cruise and Keanu. Yeah, he's about the and, only one on his level. Like, yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. So, so he makes his way to the top of this parking garage, and <laughs> hides hides in a racist balloon truck. Yeah, that dude was wearing like a Confederate flag hat or something. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing like to my truck?" Like, rag. It was really weird. Yeah, such a strange element to introduce. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course, the guy sees him in the back and's like, "The fuck is going on?" Hey. Gets out of the truck. Yeah, and and the the bad guys they see this happening and run over. They're like, "Hey, he's in there." They flip the truck into neutral and just 
push it off the edge of the parking yeah. garage. <laughs> I wrote, these guys sure hold a grudge. Jesus. Yeah. All this over a Kit Kat and some Welches. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not that, you know, them kicking the shit out of him and leaving him to die basically in this alley was enough. Yeah. No, we have to try to push him up. Yeah. Like, if you still hold the grudge, you finish the job there. You don't wander off. <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. Fine. Of course, Kyung jumps out at the last second. You know, he, uh, he escapes, then jumps. <laughs> To the next building across this like alley you know he he does the whole yeah. thing under the fire escape in what Crazy. might be you know at, to me at least one of if not the most iconic you know action movie things especially of this movie like the shots yeah. of this movie is him just jumping across this building into a fire escape and like just fucking insane the stunt like just fucking insane Normally, you wouldn't think a lot about a stunt like that, but knowing no. he actually did that, yeah, adds a whole other layer of intensity yep. to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he makes he makes the jump, and uh, you hear sirens in the background. So all the all the bad guys bolt, and then we get introduced to another major part of this movie. We just cut to a diamond deal. There was yeah. like a, a radio on in the or a TV or something in the background earlier in the movie talking about a diamond heist in Manhattan. Yep. Uh-huh. And now we're going to see more of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Jamaicans and then these like white dudes in like black black suits like looking like yeah. Mr. Smith basically. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like Jamaicans in reservoir dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think I just refer to them as uh, the suits from this. I point do too. On. I did too. I said the suits <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we get this like they're about to make a deal, and then we don't see what happens. And we cut to one of the guys from said deal just crashing into a storefront right in front of Kyung and and the gang too. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's really. Everyone's just all on top of one another. <laughs> yeah, I thought New York was a pretty big city. How do these guys all happen to be in the same place at the same time all the time? We're all a bunch of rats living on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so he just crashes right into the storefront and killings with Danny just on a walk. Uh, the The suits show up. Big like gunfight. They're shooting machine guns everywhere, mm-hmm. and the the main guy that has his that has the beef with that got caught shoplifting is named Angelo, and uh, him and his gang are there, and he ends up stealing these diamonds from from the guys that crashed this car. Like the uh, the whole gang like runs up to like you know like a bunch of vultures to pillage, you know, all these dead people. And he finds this briefcase full of diamonds and makes his way into some building. He's, he's like trying to hide and he somehow runs into Danny and the way they treat Danny in this movie is not okay. I know he's like, they're just throwing him around. Just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just very awful. Angelo ends up, like, uh, Kyung 
picks up Danny. He's just like, fuck this chair. I'm, I'm, we're out of here. Yeah. He picks him up to safety, and, and Angelo comes across the chair when the suits are coming up the stairs and ends up hiding the diamonds in the seat cushion of uh, Danny's chair. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned before, it becomes a big plot point is the seat cushion on this wheelchair. Dun dun dun! He hides them in there. The 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 suits like grab him, and, like you know they're like, where where are they? What's going on? Cops show up, interrupt this this impromptu interrogation, and they're they're all professionals. You know they take their gloves off, the guns, throw them out the window, and you know put their hands up for the cops. Just so casually too, just mm-hmm. drop, drop, drop. No pressure. Nothing's nothing's wrong. That's what I wrote. I think Danny wants to fuck his sister. <laughs> oh, with the this is my sister Nancy. Isn't she pretty? And and Nancy's crying because he had just like lamented like about how like he wished he could walk and run and play. And it's just like this, you know, kind of sweet moment. And then he goes, This is my sister Nancy. Isn't she pretty? And Nancy's just like sobbing. And he goes, Well, not right now. <laughs> Not right now. Oh, Danny nagging like he he rode the read, read the pickup artist before he came. Yeah. Oh, Danny, 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 Danny. Jesus. He's like a young Larry Flint or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so we then we get a quick scene at like the police precinct. Um, the cops have to let everyone go because they're heavy quotation marks connected. I yeah. love that. It's like mm-hmm. a, a reason. <laughs> yeah. And these types of hey, they're connected. You can't touch this. You gotta let them go. All right. Everyone, everyone in this damn town is connected. <laughs> these these stereotypes. I have fuck all for connections. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we get back to uh, Angelo, and he, he's looking for the diamonds he stashed, right? And the, the suit guys, they're also, they're looking for him mm-hmm. and the diamonds. They think he's the key to that. Um, Kyung then goes to a rave, I guess. Yeah, it's some rave, some party or something, because he found out that Nancy, that's where Nancy works, is at this club. This like She's a know. flight attendant and a model, but she's also in school. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Danny, I don't think you're uh, you got the you got the right deal here, buddy. Yeah, uh, you're feeding me a load, and he is. So he, he Kyung shows up at this rave, and Nancy's just dancing with a tiger <laughs> in a cage, just you know, what, what go go dancing with a yeah. tiger. <laughs> Kyung, he's into it. Oh yeah, he's just he's- like. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Sits there and watches, kind of creepy, just channeling his inner Danny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love how, like, when she gets out of the cage and they're sitting down having a drink, her, like, waitress friend comes over. And there's so many instances of this in this movie when, you know, this line could have been achieved by, like, a look or something. But the girl's like, hey, he's kind of cute. Just, like, because super on-the-nose line reads where it's just, what you know that's one of the i felt like there is a all of those were all adr like after the fact mm-hmm. because you don't 
the the mouth move, and you can kind of tell when when someone's come back in and thrown a line in after the final cut, and yeah. that's what it felt like. It was like some some executive somewhere's like these these idiots won't be able to tell like what they mean by this heavy handed <laughs> bit of acting. Like exactly. <laughs> I just wrote now they're mates question mark like they're just good friends now like they're cool yeah they're super she cool hey got him murk, but yeah your friends tried friends to kill me now. because of you yeah and they have the drink like you said and this is like that biker gang's hangout yeah not a lot of thought process went through with her like of course they're gonna see you yeah <laughs> she's like dating the, the head of that biker gang <laughs> And they're all there. She knows that. Yeah. Just uh-huh. having a having a cocktail with the enemy. Okay. And I mean they, they see him both immediately and come after him. Uh they both escape on her bike, uh, make their way to like the East River and have a have a bit of kissing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which made me feel bad for Elaine. I thought I thought those two were gonna I really yeah. thought those kids were gonna <laughs> do you have a girlfriend you are cute and then they're just like kissing with the with the skyline in the background so good and i love how they show there's you know it, it made me you know there's obviously lots of tower uh, shots of the towers of the twin towers mm-hmm. because it's new york and it was new york in the 90s but there's 95. so many shots of the towers because they want you to know this is new york this yeah. is New York. It's hey, not just Vancouver. Vancouver. I promise. <laughs> just so you know, if you didn't hey. know, this is New York. The Bronx, you know where the Bronx is? It's in New York. See the towers? See the towers? They're nowhere near the Bronx, but this is the New York. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you see those mountains in the background? Don't worry about those. Don't worry <laughs> don't, about those. Don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> so they, they kiss. Next day, the gang comes to. Poor Elaine's market, add insult to injury, trash the place. Uh, while they're doing this, the suits show up, grab a couple of the gang, mm-hmm. like in the trunk, and just take off. The gang doesn't notice. Yeah, nope. They're just, they're just too bu- busy pillaging. <laughs> and Nancy, because <laughs> I guess they're in love now, Nancy and Kyung take a tandem bike ride to get some ice cream for Danny. <laughs> While they're, like, pulling While him behind him. In, the, in the wheelchair. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. What a... Ch- <laughs> While they're while they're trying to get some tasty cold treats, Angelo shows up, and he, he tries to steal Danny's cushion. Mm-hmm. That's where he stashed the diamonds. But... As we know, he's got a new cushion. By the way, looks nothing like the old cushion. Yeah, absolutely nothing like the old cushion. Like what would and it was like, you know, the old cushion was just one piece and the yeah. new cushion is like a whole Twice like shebang, like yeah, like three <laughs> times the size or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Angelo just ragdolls Danny out of the chair, steals the cushion and takes off running. Realizes, you know, not the right one after he gets like a hundred yards away. <laughs> so, 
back to the suit guys who grabbed two of the goons. Uh, they throw one of them into a wood chipper. Yeah, really like this is how brutal. we this is how we operate or whatever, and just throws this puts this guy head first into a wood chipper. <laughs> and I just said, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Right in front of this Rami Malik looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was for a second. <laughs> did he look like him? Yeah, he did. He really did. <laughs> So, after this wood chipper scene, Kyung goes back to the market and he finds Elaine just crushing silver bullets, just mm-hmm. pounding beers, mm-hmm. and stores a wreck. She's all angry with him. Uh, can't tell if it's just because of the store, or if you know she thought there was something going on. Whatever, they have a they have a little bit of a dust up, and. <laughs> Kelly and Nancy then partner up and go to find Tony, who is like the I guess that was like his, her boyfriend, and he's like the leader of this of gang, this punk rock biker gang. Yeah. Um, Kyung fights him on top of a pool table. <laughs> they just like okay, let's you know put the guns down because Tony, of course, yeah. has a gun, and and he's like, come on, put the gun down. You got the guts, drop the gun. And so they just get up on this pool table, which eh, it's not a lot of room to fight, but okay, no. whatever. <laughs> Wild choice makes for some fun visuals. Mm-hmm. So they fight. He kind of beats the shit out of him. Then like the rest of the gang piles on. He fights them. There's a really fun scene with the uh, they're in like a, like a whirlpool stock room or something, and there's just refrigerators everywhere. He's just like yeah. beating the shit out of someone in the refrigerator. <laughs> and then like you know he's he's jumping through like you know shopping carts and then yeah. kicking the bottles and yeah. kicking the bottles so a guy can grab them. That goes back to like the everything's a weapon. He's like. Kicking bottles, like someone will go to grab the bottle and he like kicks it away from him and then uses the other. Like, it was so great. So I love the way his fight scenes with the environment, like the destructible environment he uses is so much fun. And the ski, and he's like fucking people up with (laughs) the ski. ski. It was so. And that's when skis, when they've had enough. He's been Mm -hmm. tossing people in fridges, into. Uh, pinball tables, beating them with bottles, but once he grabs the ski, they're all like, "You win." <laughs> That's <laughs> enough. enough. We've had enough. I tap out. <laughs> and then, and then, as so he's getting all, ready, uh, oh, sorry, he gives ahead. him like uh, a dad talk, and then in Cantonese, he tells him he wants to have tea with him. <laughs> Next time we see each other, I hope we aren't fighting. I hope we're drinking tea together. Yeah, and they have the guy translate, and he's like, did he mean that? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's a good guy now. We're not going to try to murder him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite thing with these movies uh, from the Weekly Planet. They have a saying of, uh, they punch a bit, and then they're mates. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Like, you're Batman versus Superman. You're Kong and Godzilla. Like, they mm-hmm. fight, but then they're friends, and mm-hmm. then they fight the real. Exactly. <laughs> That's... That's what happens here. <laughs> so the suits show up. They're like beating everyone. Kyung stops them. 
they're back. Sorry, they're back at Danny's apartment, and the suits show up. Kelly stops him, and he's just keeps throwing him bigger and bigger objects to beat oh, this yeah. like of a man. It's so good. Oh, that was amazing. And because, like, the reason they're there is, you know, because they try to, like, make this right. And and Kyung actually believes that these suits are the cops because they said we're the FBI. So he's like, you know, let's finish this. Let's call the FBI. And then so Angelo is like, those aren't the FBI. Violence ensues, beating up. (laughs) And Jack and Kyung is like, I know where the diamonds are. I know where the diamonds are. And he's like, they're at the apartment. And Danny's like, I know the diamonds are in my, the diamonds are in my sister's room. Those are my sister's diamonds. And this fucking piece of shit starts beating up Danny, this crippled young boy. And then, and and then Kyung starts kicking the shit out of him. And yeah, Danny tosses him a football helmet across the face and the guy (laughs) smiles. And then he goes, Hey, Kyung! Throws him a giant <laughs> monkey wrench, and the guy's like, "No, no, no! Please, no! Oh God, no, no!" And, and Kyung's like, "Thank you, Danny." And Danny's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> and did you notice? So good. That guy was also one of the big goons from Time Cop as well. <laughs> See, I did not notice that. That's fantastic. Oh my god. god! When he just gets that giant, like, like a, the type of wrench a firefighter would use to open up a, a fire hydrant. Yeah, it's just gigantic. The size of him. Yeah, it's incredible. Starts with a crutch, then a football. <laughs> just like. Good lord! Like he took that hit in the face with a football helmet, like a fucking champ. It's so good. I love that scene. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it meant to be too. Like a lot of times, we think these scenes are hilarious, but they're meant to be serious. This is meant. This was played for comedy, obviously. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, Kyung gets him to call like the boss man. He's on the phone. And but the this this group of suits has all his. I love how he refers to him as his friends now. Like he he's been getting the shit kicked out of him, and vice versa the entire movie. But now they're now they're buds. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. him his friend. cool. Yeah, they've got them all hostage, including Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go rescue Nancy and my friends. Uh. Before he can do this, the suits go and destroy Elaine's home while she's pooping. <laughs> yeah, she's and he's just like, open up, open up, open up. She's like, get out, leave me alone. <laughs> they just like tear down the entire thing and it's just her sitting with her pants around her ankles on the toilet. <laughs> what a choice. Just I just wrote these guys are fucking this market. Uh, just structurally Seriously. pulled it to the ground. Yeah. This is demolishing shit. So after this strange scene, uh Kyung goes to the cops. You know, he's like, We gotta we gotta do with this, deal with this. And uh they wire him up. So like you gotta go you gotta go meet these guys, get him to admit to the murders and and the crimes and everything they did. He goes to meet him in like some pier restaurant, and they they end up taking Kyung to uh, 
they go, he, they say they're going to take him to meet their boss. And they just wrote, never go to a second location. <laughs> never. Ever. So they take him into, like, some alley and find the wire, beat the crap out of him a little bit. He ends up escaping. They chase him. That's when the, the cops show up and uh, <laughs> kind of save him a little bit. Kyung chases the other suits, and the suits have commandeered a hovercraft. <laughs> a giant, a giant hovercraft. Now, a lot of what I'm about to say is going to sound like I'm making it up. <laughs> this mm. included. Promise I'm not. No, no. <laughs> so they steal a hovercraft, and they're going down like... Uh, Hudson or the East River or something. I'm not entirely sure. And he's just water skiing behind. Just barefoot water skiing, <laughs> just being dragged by this. Because he can't let him go. He literally can't let him go. <laughs> A lot of cops show up and they got like boats and helicopters and and they they steer the this hovercraft onto land. <laughs> Kyung makes his way to shore. Uh, he saves a little kid who he just like pitches like a like he's a triple option quarterback from yeah. Georgia Tech or something. Just throws this like fake. Well, which obviously you look at it, it's like a fake ass like kid dummy. Yeah, throws of course. And then he just gets run over by this other crap. And it's like yeah. a cartoon where he's like flattened into the sand. <laughs> I just wrote um, the suits are in five star GTA mode right now. They just like commandeered 100%. a crazy vehicle. <laughs> 100% GTA. That's exactly what's happening. So he gets <laughs> run over by this hovercraft. He gets up, somehow jumps on board, mm -hmm. and they're just driving down the streets of the Bronx. Just the fucking shit up. And that's when Kyung, he, uh, he gets thrown off, but he sees a storefront, and there's, like, this giant antique sword in the window. <laughs> With these, like, super jagged, like, kind of, like, serrated. Yeah. It's like this giant, like, serrated sword like in an antique giant shop. steak knife. Yeah. <laughs> Made of gold. Yeah. Basically, he gets a giant steak knife. I like that observation. So, Kyung grabs this antique sword and a Lamborghini. <laughs> Some dudes, oh, the dude's Lamborghini because it had gotten run over, and he's sitting there going, "My car! Look what they did to my car!" And then Kyung jumps in. like a bellhop uniform. Did you notice yeah, that? I noticed that he was dressed Full like a... red with the gold buttons. It was really yeah, strange. It was very weird. It was like a, a a bellhop or like a band leader, like a marching band <laughs> leader or something. Yeah, yeah. A marching. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> so, Young chases a hovercraft down the streets of Manhattan in a Lambo with a giant gold steak knife. With the uh, doors off. That was a pretty yes, cool thing where he drove the Lambo like under the semi-trailer and like yeah. blasted the doors off. <laughs> Yeah, the the golf wing, the the up. Oh God, the Go DeLorean type yeah. doors. Uh, -huh. mm -hmm. uh, he then decides to play chicken with 
said Hovercraft and Lamborghini. <laughs> and that's when he blows the doors off. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's when he uses the sword to pop the Hovercraft. <laughs> as he goes slice a it. giant hole in it. <laughs> it reminded me of, like... That scene in Endgame when they're all fighting at the end and Valkyrie's on the Pegasus with her sword and she goes by one of those big flying things and just slices it on the side. That's yeah, what he yeah. did to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so he pops it, they're done. He gets on board. He makes them um, tell, tell him where the hostages are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's... I don't know if I missed something, but like the cops just show up and the hostages are saved. <laughs> yeah, I I I didn't this even jump cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and then they've apparently patched up the hovercraft with like duct tape. <laughs> yeah, and they decide they're gonna go get you know the white tiger, like the bad yeah. guy who's dressed like the head guy. He's dressed in the most shitty golf attire. Ever to exist. Big Scottish, like over the top with the hat, with the little, like almost beret with the little palm on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Irish and the, or the plaid. <laughs> like everything that's bad about golf attire, he's wearing. And he and Kyung's just in this patched up hovercraft. All the people they just rescued are just in there with him. Yep. He's like, you want to go for a ride? Like, yeah. Go, for your, go do your thing. You're fine. They just send him off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not like, oh, we're going to arrest this guy. No, why don't uh, I let this guy that I don't even know jump in a hovercraft that we had to duct tape yeah. up and reinflate. Bring your friends. <laughs> just to put more people in danger. While all of the bad guys are still tied up in the back. <laughs> You notice they were all still back yeah! there in handcuffs. Oh. <laughs> like, how long did it take to patch that up? They couldn't just ferry them out into a paddy wagon. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are they still there? Oy vey. <laughs> Anyways, they track down the boss man on the golf course and just run him over, which strips him naked. <laughs> you just bare-assed on the golf course. Freeze frame, end of movie. <laughs> Freeze frame, end of movie. <laughs> oh my god. But not before, not before oh. we see all the amazing stunt bloopers. And god, so many injuries. I just wrote so many injuries. It's a staple of Jackie Chan movies, especially in the 90s, where you got to see all of the stunts he did, but different views and like of it going wrong and like mm-hmm. outtakes. I love like we have all our like Marvel movies and now we always have like these post credit scenes. I miss the the outtakes during the credits. That's Me too. something I don't feel like they do anymore, but no. it was big back then and I love it. I know I, they I want should. more of that. Absolutely yeah. they should. I mean they probably want to sell DVDs or Blu-rays with all the mm-hmm. outtakes so they don't want to Spoiler, yeah. I'm sure it's something shitty like that, but yeah, I missed that. A business I'm so glad they did it. Yeah. So good. And that's yeah. Rumble in the Brawl. 
Bronx. That is Rumble in the Bronx, our first introduction to Jackie Chan, not only on this podcast, but I feel like as an American movie <laughs> audience, that was our first introduction to the the majesty that is Jackie Chan. And what an introduction. So good. Yeah. I love this movie. Oh, it's so, so awesome. Fun. It just goes so off the rails at the end. It's just nonsensical beauty. <laughs> I loved it. Insanity. Just insanity. Um, I got a little trivia if you're interested. Oh, hit us with some trivia. Yes. Well, first off, I want to give a shout out to uh, my good friend Ross Milliken in London, England, who loves our show. And um, I wanted to, he asked, um, he requested that we talk about the box office numbers for movies because he's a quote big nerd like that, and you know you're talking to a couple of big nerds, so of oh, course I want to that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So the Sorry. budget, the budget for <laughs> the budget for this film was seven point five million dollars, which is mm. pretty pretty low, I'd say, for an action yeah. movie, even in the nineties. Um. The opening weekend, it made $9.8 million with a gross of $32.3 million and a worldwide gross of, yeah, $32.3 million. So, you know, for 90, for the 90s, this is a pretty solid for, it made, you know, it made, I'm horrible at math. It made, reacts your money. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Thank you, Ross. Um, so the the script called for a leap from the top of a parking lot to a fire escape on the floor below to the building across the street. As is his custom, director Stanley Tong attempted the stunt before asking any actors to do so. I awesome. that. Much respect, Mr. Tong. Um, he tried it with the help of a cable harness, but quickly decided it would be safer without the harness. The landing what? point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The landing point was not visible from the point where the jump began, so tape was yeah, placed. Yeah, comes off a car. Yeah, so the the tape so tape was placed on the takeoff point as a guide. The jump was completed perfect perfectly by Jackie on his first attempt, doing his own stunts as is his custom. The jump was captured by four cameras. Awesome, Ugh, amazing. Um. The warehouse fight scene took 20 days to film, with Jackie having to teach the local stunt players to fight, quote, Hong Kong style. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, what does he say? Hong Kong Kung Fu is what he's doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the bottle attack on Kyung greatly worried Jackie, as it was going to show more blood than he was used to in his films, and he was concerned parents would be upset that children saw it. Um, did you not think about the guy getting his head put into a wood chipper? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that was kind of jarring, because all Extremely. of a sudden, he's just soaked in blood. Extremely jarring. You know, extremely. And, and like, they did it, like, so right, too, you know. After the first bottle, yeah, he's going to get pricked a little bit on his neck. Mm -hmm. And then it's just progressively more blood, more blood, more right. blood, more blood. And a lot of times in action movies, I mean, they go through windows. They go through all this stuff, which would just cut you up and mm -hmm. make you a mess. And you're just fine. But he's just getting hit by, like, empty bottles of Boone's Farm. And he's bleeding out of every <laughs> yeah. part of his body. Which yeah. Would happen. Mm-hmm just brutal oh 
Um, here's something that we mentioned earlier. Curiously, the American dub of the film removed all references references to Chan's character being a cop from Hong Kong. Mm. So that's why we were a little confused by that. He says it once because mm-hmm. I heard it. I just wasn't positive on what was going on, but that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And this is just a, a random little factoid about Anita. Um, Anita M-U-I? Mui? Mui? I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Mui. I'm butchering I, that. I know. I, not um, John Smith. can't pronounce Yeah. <laughs> she was actually a huge pop star, and she was actually called the Madonna of Hong Kong. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there wasn't really a body count per se but i i think yeah. we could both assume that it was one from that yeah. guy getting put in the wood chipper so i guess yeah. I'll, I'll take it i think that was the only one yeah because because jackie makes sure not to like kill anyone even he has a gun in his hand like two times and he does shoot a guy in the leg but mm-hmm. for the most part he's just all about the all about the food He's like Bat. He's like Batman. He will He's fuck Batman. you up. He will fuck you up yeah. beyond repair. But Batman, but with healthy family relations. Yeah. <laughs> and a healthy respect for due process. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That's it for my trivia. That's awesome. Well, coming up next week, we have the return. Of our good buddy, Aaron from First Class Horror, for a Valentine's Day spectacular, Blade 2. Yes, directed by the immortal, the amazing, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I love it. I love Guillermo. I haven't seen this one. I feel like I haven't seen this movie since I rented it at Blockbuster. That just shows you how long (laughs) it's been since I've seen this movie. I watched it a couple months ago. It's it's still pretty solid. I can't I mean, wait. I like the first one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be a good time. They have yeah. that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you got? Why, why don't you hit us with where you can find us? Yeah, you guys can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Action Movie Book Club. On Twitter at Action Movie BC. And also www.actionmoviebookclub.com where we have um, access to all of our shows, where we have new merch so you could buy stuff with Action Movie Book Club on it, and also some awesome blogs that Mr. Hans himself has been writing, and yeah, that's kind of about it. Anything else you want to add for us? I think that's all I got. Why don't you take us out? Happy trails, Hans. <laughs>